Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 16 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. Today we have probably kind of a shorter episode for you, uh, mostly because there's not really much to talk about, um, but some exciting news has come up in the past few days. Uh, If you're listening to this episode on the day of release, uh, you'll notice that it is coming out two days later than normal. Uh, That is my fault, my fault slash decision. Uh, If you follow Extreme EvoCast on Twitter or my main Twitter, uh, you'll know that I purposely delayed this episode um, because I wanted to talk about the new information that would be that we would be talking about um, the, the new information that got released uh, on this Wednesday's uh, reveal for new Sword and Shield information. Uh, this has happened like three times in the past, and I really just wanted to uh, I, w- I wanted to wait instead of releasing an episode and then two weeks later getting a chance to talk about the new information like what happened with uh i believe like surfetched and what happened with a lot of other information in the past Uh, so today's video uh, episode is a little bit late uh just because of that reason i hope you don't mind i feel like talking about topical information close to when it comes out is a little bit more important about having the episode be two days late uh so this is coming out on the 18th of friday uh, instead of coming out uh, on Wednesday, like it was supposed to. Uh, and then Wednesday, because uh, see, normally I record on Tuesdays uh, and then release the episode for Wednesday, uh, but I was not able to record on Wednesday because I was busy all day with school and, and work I really had to get done. Um, I am in college after all, and that always comes first. Um, so I am recording this on Thursday night, uh, releasing it on Friday. Just, you know, for a little bit of background on when this episode's coming out, if you're listening to it on the time of release, uh, or if you're just listening to it in the future and you're curious. Uh, So, we have some uh, Pokemon Go information to talk about. Of course, we always start with Pokemon Go. It's just kind of the the way things go uh, with the news. Pokemon Go is always the most prevalent. Uh, But uh, there is a new Community Day coming out soon. Um, It is the Pokemon Go Community Day of November. Where is my mouse? There it is. Um, uh, the community day will take place on November 16th from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. 2, 2 p.m. local time. Uh, during this time, Chimchar will spawn more frequently, uh, and players will have an increased chance to nab its shiny form. Uh, so yeah, the community day for um, November is Chimchar, uh, as predicted. Uh, the first of the Sinnoh. Uh, you know, the, the Sinnoh starters, which is exciting. They always start with the, the fire types, it seems. Uh, last time it was Torchic, and then this time it is... Uh, actually, didn't they start with the, with the uh, grass types last time? Hold on a second. I'm going to look up something. How, are they mixing up the formula a little bit? They might be. Um, so this one is Chimchar. What was... Oh, I want to look at a record of them before. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can find uh, the history. So the formula was Bulbasaur. Oh, yeah, look, they started with Bulbasaur. And then they went to Charmander. And then they went to Squirtle. So it went Grass, Fire, Water. And then they did Grass, Fire, Water with Johto. And then they did Grass, Fire, Water with Hoenn. Oh, and now they're they're starting. Oh, no, because they did Turtwig. Never mind. So they are doing Grass, Fire. I totally forgot that Turtwig uh, Community Day was a thing. That's why. That makes sense. They are not mixing up the formula. I just forgot that they did Turtwig Community Day on in October. Uh, so yeah, so 
uh, Chimchar. Chimchar's Community Day is coming up soon. That was after uh, Trap Inch, which we will talk about momentarily for the Ravunity Day. Um, uh, the uh, it seems that the um, the move that Chimchar is going to have is probably Blast Burn, considering Chimchar's uh, the fire types have always had Blast Burn. I'm pretty sure that every single Community Day in the past has had Blast Burn for its. Uh, for its thing, yeah, Blast Burn. I also Blaze Kick for for Blaziken, but you know, uh, yeah, Blast Burn was for Charmander. Blast Burn was also for Cyndaquil, and it seems like they're gonna keep that uh, and go with Blast Burn um, for this Community Day, which is on November sixteenth. Uh, so remember that in about a month. It's a little bit less than a month, um, and um, it is going to have, of course, uh, lures will last for three hours. Eggs will hatch four times faster than usual. So, you know, get your, uh, save your incubators. Uh, I always forget to do that. I should do that. And you can also get, uh, shiny cham, uh, chimchar. I said Charmander, chimchar with, uh, purple, purpley red, uh, infernape, monferno and chimchar, which I've always really liked chimchar's shiny. I think it's really good. Uh, anyway, on the topic of community days, there was Revunity day, or there is Community Day, what I'm, I'm going to be talking about now. Uh, the last Community Day was this weekend, uh, October 12th, uh, which was Trap Inch. Uh, and Trap Inch, uh, I, I didn't get any shiny Trap Inches, which is sad. I, I actually totally forgot about the Community Day. It's funny how like I talk about these Community Days and these events going on in Pokemon Go, and then I just completely forget about them. <laughs> uh, but I, I didn't have a chance uh, to get any uh, trap inches i found a few trap inches i i remember I, I think i turned on pokemon go the last like half an hour of the community day like at like 1 and i was like oh crap you know i for- totally forgot about their uh, community day and i got a few trap inches uh, enough to get a flygon uh but i didn't get a shiny one unfortunately i did get the the move the earth power though which is exciting um and yeah oh it's uh it's interesting that they they do I'm noticing this now. It seems like they have the um, the egg distances every um, every every three community days. I'm, I'm just looking at the history right now. So it's like one fourth egg distance on Trico, and then Bagon and Torchic had three times catch XP. Oh no! It seems like they do. They they they. Okay, so they alternate. They go uh, one fourth egg distance. And then they do three times catch XP, and then they do three times catch Stardust, and then they go back to egg distance, and then they do catch XP, and then Stardust. So it seems like so there was catch Stardust, and then catch XP, and now there's uh, one fourth egg distance again. I didn't know they did that. That was interesting. Well, you know, there's a little bit of a, another kind of prediction that we can do for the um, for the community that is upcoming. Um, next one, who knows what the next one is going to be? Probably going to be a Sinnoh, a Sinnoh Pokemon because we've had three, uh, three. Hoenn ones or six Hoenn ones counting the starters already so I assume because they're kind of making the transition because they were they start did trap inch last time because I think they were still a little bit into the Hoenn uh, ordeal but they they kind of st- uh, now I think they're making the transition into Sinnoh now that Unova's out um so it seems like that there's going to be uh, a Sinnoh Pokemon for the December one maybe it's or maybe it's going to be Christmas themed who knows that is exciting. Yeah, I hope that you all had a good uh, Trap Inch community today. I hope you got some shiny Trap Inches. I really like shiny Flygon, so I'm kind of upset that I didn't get it, uh, but it's okay. Speaking of uh, Pokemon Go, <laughs> uh, there are new spawns um, coming to Pokemon Go. Um, new um, new Hoenn Pokemon that are actually going to be spawning in the wild. 
Um, it's, uh, this is coming from Serebi. Uh, uh, most of my news comes from Serebi, so thank you, Serebi, again. Uh, it says, Overnight, some changes have happened to the spawns in Pokemon Go. Previously unavailable, evolved Hoenn Pokemon, such as Salamence, Sceptile, Blaziken, and Slacking, are now more common and are spawning in the wild. We're currently, co- we're currently collating all the species to be sure to keep checking back. So it seems like... Um, this was a little while ago. Um, this was a little bit before... Um, a little bit before the, um, community day, but, um, you know, uh, I haven't had a chance to talk about it. Um, it seems like they're doing the evolutions of the Pokemon that have been in community days. So, like, Salamence was a, there was a Bagon one, there was a Slackoth one, that's why there's a Slacking one. So, maybe after every community day, they're adding the final evolutions spawning in the world, which is interesting. Uh, it's not very common that you see Pokemon like that spawning in the, in the wild. So, I'm surprised that they're even mentioning that they're having, that they're, that they're making them spawn in, you know? Um, there's a new event, uh, coming, and it seems like it's a paid event. Uh, this is coming from Cerebi again. Since Niantic has announced the next Pokemon Go event, uh, this event is the first ever ticketed event called a Colossal Discovery, and will cost, uh, $7.99, uh, Euros, $7.99, $8.99, uh, Canadian dollars, I believe, and 980 yen, and will run on November 2nd, 2019, from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. local time for players who purchase an in-game ticket. The event features special research featuring featuring early access to Regigigas, use of 10 raid passes for free during the event, a medal, a Sinnoh stone, and a Unova stone. Uh, in addition to that, from November 1st through November 4th, Regirock, Regice, and Registeel will begin in raids and can be shiny. Uh, and the following Pokemon will p- be appearing more often. Geodude, Magnemite, Swinub, Aeron, and Sfeel. The following Pokemon will be hatching more often from eggs. Aerodactyl, Shuckle, Sneasel, Skarmory, Snorunt, and Beldum. Following the Colossal Discovery event, Regigigas will be available in X raids. EX raids. Um, so yeah, cool. Uh, it seems like... That's really interesting. Um... So they're doing the very first ticketed event, which I'm not really a fan of, mostly because I don't really have the money right now to be spending on Pokemon Go. Uh, so I probably won't give in as much as I want to, uh, to, uh, to, pl- to to play, you know, to get the event. Uh, hopefully I can still get my hands on a Regigigas. Uh, the, like, the, um, the event, like, the, uh, the, the special research is really, really... Uh, you know, I, I want it. <laughs> it's really, really tempting, but no, I don't think I can spend the money. But it's, I don't really like if they're going to continue that direction, having like DLC, not DLC, but you know, like paid events uh, that only people can can have. But it is exciting that um, there is the event of Reggie Rock, Reggie Re- Regice, and Reggie still coming to raids, uh, and the Pokemon that are can be can appear and also can uh, be hatched more often. Uh, mostly Aerodactyl because I still need. Would you believe it if I said I still needed to hatch, uh, to catch an Aerodactyl, um, for my, I think it's like the Let's Go Meltan, uh, special research. I guess the hatching won't actually count towards it, which is a little, uh, unfortunate, but hey, uh, the Pokemon appearing more often and the Pokemon hatching more often is very exciting. Uh, so that event will be coming from November 1st to November 4th, only three day or four days, I guess. That's not very much, uh, surprising. Uh, there's another event coming to Pokemon Go. They're doing a lot of events, huh? 
Uh, there's another event coming to Pokemon Go. I think it's in around the same place. Hold on. Uh, yes. So, uh, Niantic has announced the next Pokemon Go event. This is the Halloween 2019 event and runs, runs from October 17th uh, through November 1st. Oh, it's actually it's actually going on now. Internet, I didn't know that. Uh, it is the 17th, so it must be it must be going on now. Uh, it features ghost and dark type Pokemon, Ghastly, Murkrow, and Yamask appearing more in the wild and in raids, with shiny Yamask being available. Uh, costumed Pikachu in the wild with costumed Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander, which can be shiny in raids, Darkrai in five star raids, new costumes, new field research, and a new special research, as well as two times catch candy, two times hatch candy, and two times transfer candy. Wow. Uh, I was not aware of this. I haven't actually played Pokemon Go today. Let me check the research. I'm curious to see what uh what the special. I'm always a big fan of the special researches. Uh, it also says this will also introduce Shadow Weedle, Kakuna, Beedrill, Electabuzz, Magmar, Lapras, Mareep, Seedot, Nuzleaf, Sableye, Trapinch, Cacnea, Shuppet, and Duskull. So new Shadow Pokemon uh, to get from the uh you know to get from the uh, the the, uh, the Team Rocket Pokestops. So. Really fun, actually. Uh, the new costumed Pikachu and costumed Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander, which can be shiny. Oh man, I'm gonna be tempted to get uh, to get a, a a hint of that. I'm actually gonna go through the special research right now. Um, he's saying I just dropped in at time. I was out on my regular walk one evening and I stumbled across an all odd stone. Something told me to bring it back to the lab or for further research. And ever since then, strange things have been happening. Papers shifting around, water glasses tipping all by themselves when I tried using my computer to research it. I got an error with the number 108 flashing. Oh, is it another uh, Spiritome thing? What is it? A spooky message, 2019. Oh, I think it's just the, um... I think it's just the Spiritome event again. This was the Spiritome event that happened last time, huh? Well, that's, uh, kind of upsetting. Not upsetting, a little bit disappointing, but I mean that's fine. I mean I'm excited to um you know I'm uh, I'm already doing progress on the um the things yeah whatever I, I'm a little bit upset about the uh, the he that it's just this beer team one again but I suppose that's fine I'm not super upset about it um so yeah new Halloween stuff coming along uh, as someone who needs that uh, all the ghost type Pokemon I can get. Uh, for my gold medal, I'm very into having more ghost types, and also I'm I'm, I'm very much a collector in Pokemon Go. Uh, I'm trying to get all like the shadow Pokemon, collect all of the costumed Pikachu's and all that stuff, uh, and I'm excited about getting a chance to get more costume Pokemon. I'm curious to see what the uh, costumed Bulbasaur and uh, and Charmander, especially when they and, and Squirtle, especially when they evolve. I wonder if the costumes retain or if they can, they can't be evolved or what the deal with that is. I haven't seen them in the wild yet, so I'm I'm very much excited to see. There's a Meryl around here. Anyway, I shouldn't be I shouldn't be playing Pokemon Go while I'm recording a podcast. That's not uh, that's not good, not very professional of me. Anyway, let's get right back into it. Uh, that was the uh, that was the that was all of the Pokemon Go news that we have. Um, but there is a few more news uh, to talk about before we get into the main event today. Uh, like Solgaleo, last time. Oh, that voice crack, Jesus. <laughs> Last time, uh, we talked about uh, there was a shiny Solgaleo coming to uh, a lot of countries uh, with an event in, in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, or just Sun and Moon. 
um, which is very exciting. Like I said last time when um, when Max was here, that because we never we've never had a chance to even get shiny Lunala or Sokaleo at all. Uh, so I'm excited to see that they're finally distributing these these shinies. Maybe that means that we can finally get to, we can finally use shiny Sorgaleo and Lunala in Pokemon Showdown, uh, because you know that just gives us a chance to use shiny Pokemon now. Um, so it says the shiny Sorgaleo and shiny Lunala event has been announced for more countries in Europe. Uh, this event gives you a shiny Sorgaleo to Moon or Ultra Moon, or a shiny Lunala to sign an Ultra Moon through a serial code received in certain stores. Uh, the event will run at Game in the UK. From October 21st to 29, uh, to November 15th, uh, it says GameStop Italy is also distributing it. So if you live in any of those places and you listen to Extreme EvoCast, make sure you uh, pick up your shiny Sogaleo and or your shiny Lunala. I didn't, I forgot to mention it was also shiny Lunala. You can get either of those. Um, so I'm not much of a Pokemon Masters player. Uh, I downloaded it, but I never actually started playing it yet. Uh, but there is a Pokemon Masters event uh coming soon or it's already here yes it is live uh it says the next training event for pokemon masters is now live the event is the electric type training event and features multiple training courses all week to water type pokemon uh and a new sync pair scout banner for it that increases the chance of getting the newly added sync pair uh, elisa and zebstrika uh the event runs for two weeks until october 31st we're currently collecting all all elements of this event in our event section so click the images to go to the page. Nice. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about... Uh, I don't really know anything about Pokemon Masters, but I will read as much as I can. Uh, the Ford training event in Pokemon in the game uh, increases and in focuses on Electro-type Pokemon and focuses is Elisa and Zebstrika. Uh, it contains a Spotlight Scout focusing on Elisa and features two stages and two co-op stages to train your Electro-type Pokemon and easier rewards. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go through all this information, but yeah, that's interesting. Uh, new Pokemon Masters stuff. I really should get into Pokemon Masters. Like I said, I'm not really super into gacha games, so like it's kind of, it kind of puts me off a little bit. Um, not really super, doesn't put me off super, super bad, but like, I don't know. I'm not really a huge fan. Um, so yeah, that is coming to Pokemon Masters, which is exciting for people who play Pokemon Masters, maybe. Um, oh, right. Um. So I'm on the Cerebi page for, um, oh, here's the costumed, the costumed, uh, Bulbasaurus and stuff. Okay. So actually right now, um, I can go through the list of raid bosses that are coming or that are here, uh, for raids. Uh, so there's the costume Bulbasaur, the costume Charmander, the costume Squirtle, which has a very adorable top hat. I must say the costume Charmander has like a, a, um, a very cute Cubone hat, and what does the Bulbasaur have? Oh, is it is it a Kangaskhan outfit? I can't see, but that is adorable. <laughs> um, there's also Mistrevious, uh, Shuppet, and Clink in uh, one-star raids. Uh, Sneasel, Sableye, Mawile, and Yamask uh, in two-star raids. Alolan Raichu, Gengar, Sharpedo, Skuntank in three-star raids. Um, Tyranitar, Absol, Umbreon, and Alolan Marowak in four-star raids, and Darkrai in five-star raids. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's what's going on in the event right now, uh, which is exciting. Um, so, Game Freak is, re uh, released that there is a, uh, they have announced a special web content app 
coming in early November to December 31st, which will allow people to explore a diorama of the wild area and find various Pokemon within the, within it. I mean, I'm excited for that. I mean, I'm curious to see what that means, what they mean. Like, if there's like, so, it's not like an app. It seems like it's just like a special web content web app. So maybe like something you can do online on a website. You can explore the uh, you know the wild area and maybe like transfer Pokemon to your Sword and Shield games. Speaking of, I did actually want to talk about Sword and Shield real quick. So like um, a little bit of a promo here. I'm going to be streaming. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield most likely if not then I will do videos on it but I'm not 100% sure if I have the if I necessarily have the time uh, to be doing it I sure hope so I want to Uh, now that we are in the final month before Sword and Shield's release uh, you can find the stream hopefully on twitch.tv slash lilyseon I will hopefully be streaming it I'm probably going to stream on the midnight release uh, potentially for a few hours I would like to uh, we'll see though. We'll see how um, we'll see how I feel uh, that time, or if I have the energy to do it. But I most likely will want to stream uh, Sword and Shield on or uh, Sword. I'm getting Sword, so I'm getting a stream Sword on the midnight release. If it's coming out at midnight, I assume it is. Uh, but if it is, I will probably stream on that night. Uh, so come catch me on stream if you if you want to. Um, and speaking of, just uh, Sword and Shield is coming down to the final month, and I am anxiously awaiting it. Uh, I'm I'm excited, but also like very not nervous, but like just anxious because I always get really anxious around the times of like big game releases, just because there's so much stuff to to take in, you know. Uh, so I'm very 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 excited about about Sword and Shield coming out, uh, and hopefully, like I said, I will be able to stream it. And if not, I just I hope that I'm able to enjoy it as much as I hope I can, uh, and I hope you guys do too. Anyway, uh, so speaking of Sword and Shield. Uh, there are new Pokemon that were revealed to be in the Pokedex for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, so as the previous embargoes are up for the Pokemon Sword and Shield, and with this we are getting various bits of information, including Pokemon newly confirmed in the Galar Pokedex. We're currently compiling all elements, blah, blah, blah. Um, it also confirms that the wild air, in the wild area you will sometimes see the strong-looking Pokemon with a yellow aura. Aura. These have a few max IVs and some have egg moves. Uh, there was a list of them online. Let me see if I on Cerebi. Let me see if I can find. Um, yes. Okay. So it says uh, yesterday. I don't know if this is if this is topical. It says that we saw the Pokemon Sword download card, which revealed that Turinator and Gothita are in the game. Uh, today we've got the Pokemon Shield card, which has confirmed that Drampa and Mandibuzz will be in the game. Uh, let me see the Galar Pokedex. I can't really, because I don't know, I don't really know, like, I haven't memorized the list of all the Pokemon that are in the game. Hopefully it'll just be there. I guess not, huh? I'll see if I can find any, any, uh, oh, like, oh, it says, uh, it seems like they've highlighted, they've highlighted new Pokemon. So Meowth and Persian, I think, were previously, um, not in the game, which is why they've, uh, they've highlighted them, which is nice. Uh, Natu and Zatu are now apparently uh, revealed. Uh, Swine of Mamoswine and Piloswine. Um, like I said, Turtonator. Uh, yeah, Gothita, Gotharita, and Gothitelle. As well as uh, Volibi and Mandibuzz, which, um, you know, goes with Rufflet and Braviary. And also there is Turtonator. And also Drampa and Delmise. 
so those are the new Pokemon that we that we know are in the game, which is nice. Um, cool. Okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so that is all I have to talk about today. I'll see you next time. No, I'm kidding. We have much more to talk about. But before we get into the big news, the new Pokemon that was revealed, as well as all of the new Gigantamax forms, uh, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a second to talk about the um, the random Pokemon of the week. Uh, everybody's favorite segment. We talk about a, a random Pokemon every episode, uh, and this week's episode is Chatot. This week's episode, this episode's Pokemon is what I meant to say, is Chatot. Um, Chatot is a dual-type normal flying Pokemon introduced in Generation 4. Uh, it does not evolve into any other Pokemon or from any other Pokemon. It is number 441. Uh, Chantot has a keen eye or tangled feet uh, and has a hidden ability of big pecs as a 50% male ratio, 50% male-female ratio. Uh, it, it is 1 foot 8 or 0.5 meters. It weighs 402 pounds or 1.9 kilograms. Uh, and yeah, it's Chantot. So Chantot is, really, is a really interesting Pokemon because um, it is... One, very memorable in the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game, specifically Pokemon Mystery Dungeon uh, Explorers of Time and Darkness, is where I remember it from, as Wigglytuff's assistant, excuse me, uh, which I really, really like Chantot in that game. He is adorable. Uh, as well as Chantot having the um, the game mechanic of being able to, I like, wasn't there a case where you could, like, speak into the microphone and have it say it out loud uh, when you when you sent it out or something like that. I'm trying to find any information about that because I think you could you could use it, it. I think it was it was chatter, wasn't it? The uh, the move that it has is chatter. It's the only Pokemon that learns chatter. Let me look at the move chatter. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about chatter maybe another time in uh, in move tutor, but uh, say damage dealing flying type move. Let me see. If Chatter has no, if the move has recorded audio from its field move functionality, the audio will play for the move sound effect instead of the Chatot's regular cry. If Chatter has no audio data, as in the case for Wild and NPC on Chatot, the chance of confusion is one percent. Oh, otherwise. The chance of confusing the foe is determined by the volume of the recording. Generally, the higher the volume of the recording is, the higher chance of confusion. The recording is stored as a 100 byte, 1000 byte structure within the game as a 4 bit PCM. When a sound is recorded, 1984 8 bit samples of microphone input are taken at roughly 2000 samples per second. 16 zero bytes. Wow. Okay. So it has it has it has three chances. It, uh, negative thirty to twenty nine is low, uh, and has a one percent chance of um, confusing. Uh, thirty negative thirty one or less is medium, which has a eleven percent chance, and thirty or more, which is high, has a thirty one percent chance. That is very interesting. Uh, that was only in Generation Four, so uh, unfortunately, this is no longer a thing. Um, actually, no, uh, Gen Generation 5 uh, also had uh, that effect, and it also said that uh, there's different there's different uh, volumes and different confusion odds for Generation uh, 5. It's 0, 10, and 10. It's interesting that medium and high both have 10% chance. 
Um, Generation 6 and onwards, Chatot's power was changed from 60 to 65. Chatter can no longer be used outside a battle to record sound. It will now always confuse the target. Wow. Chatter can also not be copied by sketch. Interesting. That's very, very cool. I wonder if you could use that as an example, uh, as a... Uh, like, I wonder how that worked in, like, competitive Pokemon. I mean, I guess Chetot's not very uh, prevalent in, in Pokemon anyway, so probably not very much. Um, but I think that's really interesting. It's very, very, very cool. I, I like Chetot, and that's very... That's, I really like moves and mechanics in Pokemon that have, um, like, cool effects like that. Um, anyway, uh, let's go on to Ch uh, Chetot's trivia, which says, prior to Generation... Alright, prior to Generation 4, Chatot is the only Pokemon whose cry is not altered when it faints. Or sent out with a status condition. Huh. Interesting. Um, in Generation 4, a person in Eternity City will train a Chatot and return for Buizel. And the Chatot's name, nickname is Chirap. A mixture of its English and Japanese names. If the Pokemon is traded to X or Y, the game will recognize the Chatot to be Japanese. Interesting. Chatot is the only non-legendary Pokemon, barring Fione, to be banned from Generation 5's Global Battle Union. Like, likely owing to its complications by Chatter. Interesting. That's very cool. I, I knew that there was a... I knew that they would uh, that they would ban it at some time because of that weird mechanic. It's like you just have to, like, scream as loud as you possibly can into the, into the microphone to get Chatot to have the highest confusion chance, which is really weird. I've never heard of that happening before. Uh, anyway, Chatot's shiny form, it's nice. It changes the, it changes the green belly to like a dark blue and also changes its head to a, uh, to a blue, changes its beak to yellow and its wings and body to a, to like a maroony color. I like this shiny. It's, it's. It's very complicated. There's a lot of color going on. I mean, much akin to Chantot. There's there's a lot of color going on, and I I like it. I kind of like it. I'm a, you know I'm gonna rate this shiny an eight out of ten. No, a nine out of ten. I like this shiny. This is not that bad. Look at Chantot shiny if you're available to right now. It it looks really good. The blue really complements the red very nicely, and the yellow stands out in a way that's really nice. I really like that shiny. Wow. And it doesn't seem like it's changed very much in the past. Um, it's kind of stayed the same throughout um, most of the most of the generations. Not, nothing has really changed about it. Uh, its color scheme also hasn't changed. Just its, its normal non-shiny form hasn't changed at all, it seems, um, from, from Diamond and Pro all the way to, to Generation 7. Um, so we're going to talk briefly about... Uh, Chatot in competitive Pokemon, which is, it's good for me because I've actually used Chatot in competitive Pokemon quite a bit. Uh, a while ago, I used to have a, uh, like a monthly or just like a random, like, you know, I think we, I think we held it monthly when I had a Pokemon server, uh, on Discord. We held Pokemon tournaments and like, we would have like monotype tournaments. And I remember I did like a flying type one, one time and I had a Chatot on it and it was very fun. I liked using, I liked using weird Pokemon like that. And I think I, I used a Chatot. Um, so Chatot is in the PU 
It's actually untiered, but uh, the format it's used in PU. Um, so Chatot uh, has an HP of 76, an attack of 65, a defense of 45, a special attack of 92, a special defense of 42, and a speed of 91. So its special attack and its speed are almost tied for this for the highest uh, stats, 92 and 91. Um, so it says. Chantot's poor defensive stats, weakness to stealth rock, and middling speed tier allow it to be easily revenge killed. Additionally, Chantot is reliant on boom, boom bursts to deal significant damage, leaving it completely walled by most code types such as Jellicent. Chantot is also outclassed as a choice scarf user by Pokemon such as Dodrio, and a wall breaker by Pokemon such as Trompa. That's an, I, I remember using boom burst. I remember I used boom burst and heat wave. Heat wave was a good good move to use on. Uh, on on Chatot because uh, Boom Burst, um, it's just like a it's just like a one hundred and forty base power normal type move. It's a special attacking move. It's like one of the best special attack normal type moves other than Hyper Beam, and it doesn't have you uh, recharge, so it's pretty pretty nice. Um, so the choice attacker uh, set has uh, Chatot have a Boom Burst, Heat Wave, Hidden Power Fighting, and U Turn, just like I remember it. Uh, and it has the Choice Scarf or the Choice Specs. Uh, ability is Tangled Feet, uh, which the Pokemon's d evasiveness is doubled as long as it's confused. Uh, and the nature is Timid, which is my plus speed minus attack. Uh, and EVs are 252 special attack, <sighs> 4 special defense EVs, and 252 speed EVs. Uh, I'm going to read the little blurb at the bottom just because it's very short. Uh, oh yeah, this is written by Blood Ace. Sorry. Uh, blood ace for the not call out uh, this set attempts to act as either a wrench killer or a wall breaker using a choice scarf or choice specs respectively chatot is extremely flare and sits at a middling speed tier for choice scarf users leaving it easily revenge killed by other offensive threats such as the choice scarf primate as well as priority users such as lycanroc chatot is outclassed in its role as a revenge killer and as a wall breaker that's just sad poor chatot Very, very sad. I like Chatot, and I'm sad that it, uh... <laughs> that it's that it's so bad. It's, it's such a cute Pokemon. I really like its its note head. Like, I like its aesthetic. I really like its 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 design. I like its, I like its, uh... It's, like, metronome tail. Because it, like, in, it, in, its, in its animation, it swings it back and forth like a metronome. And its head is shaped like a note because it's a sound Pokemon, if you couldn't tell. It's very cute. I really, really like its design. Like, Chatot is one of my favorite Pokemon. I really like it. it like, its design is so clever, you know? Um, it's it's kind of a not very good Pokemon, but, like, you got to admit that it's a very clever design of the Pokemon. Like, its music note head and its metronome tail is adorable. Even in its, uh, in its black and white sprite, it's, like, swinging its tail back and forth. Same with its... Uh, with its X and Y and uh, Sun and Moon one. Cool. Okay. Anyway. Uh, we are going to move on from Chatot. Uh, I almost said thank you, Chatot. Like Chatot, was a, uh, Chatot was a guest on the show. Uh, we are going to briefly talk about uh, the new Pokemon that has been revealed for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, did I, I can't remember. Did I talk about this last time? I can't remember if I talked about it last time. I might have. Hold on. Let me see if I'm talking about about. I don't remember if I talked about this Pokemon. When was this Pokemon revealed? 
October 9th. Is that before the episode was going to come out? It definitely was. Okay. No, it was not. It was That was before. It was very much before. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I'm stumbling over myself because I don't remember if I talked about this Pokemon. Of course, what we're talking about is Galarian Ponyta. And Galarian Ponyta. Galarian? Galarian? Who knows? Galarian Ponyta is the newest addition uh, to the Galarian Pokemon uh, Dex. Um, and it is a psychic type Pokemon. It was revealed in the, uh, it was, it was revealed in the, um, in the, the, like that, that like live stream that they were doing a while ago talking about, uh, you know, like, like where they were like going to reveal something at the very end, which ended up being Galarian Ponyta, which is very cool. Uh, Galarian Ponyta is beautiful. So pretty. I like its horn. Um, yeah, it was revealed a lot. It was revealed with that, uh, you know, with that, with that, um, with with that, that live stream. Like I said, it also has a new ability. Um, it says an image of the upcoming issue of Famitsu has has been released. The image showcasing artwork for Galarian Ponyta, and it confirms that this Pokemon is Shield exclusive. That's sad because I'm getting sword. Uh, it has an ability called Pastel Veil. Uh, there was a video about Galarian Ponyta. I'm watching it right now. It's main lights up. I forgot about that. It's in like that mushroom forest that we were that 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 uh, Sonia was was placed in, and like, holy shit, it's beautiful. It looks it looks like to be like kind of a wild area type deal. I'm curious to see where that is because it is gorgeous. But yeah, Galarian Ponyta is a psychic type Pokemon, uh, and its new ability is called Pastel Veil. Uh, where it says it prevents self and all allies from being poisoned and it heals ally of poison which isn't really super useful on a psychic type pokemon because like psychic types you wouldn't really want to put out a uh you wouldn't really want to put out a poison type against a psychic type anyway so i'm interested to see in their in their uh you know their the reasoning for that but yeah, Glarian Ponyta. Very, very nice. Very beautiful. <laughs> I like it a lot. But now we're going to talk about the uh, the big stars of the show. No pun intended. Or pun intended. Uh, the new Gigantamax Pokemon that we that were revealed on Wednesday. The, the big thing that I was uh, waiting for. Uh, we got five new Gigantamax forms. Which, uh, first off, I guess we'll start with Charizard. Uh, Gigantamax Charizard is so cool. Like, it, it, it gets, like, fire wings and fire tail and, like, new designs on its belly. And, like, it's, like, its belly and, like, it's, like, white design has, like, it's, like, weird and, like, Morpheus. You know, it's, like, it's, it's, like, rough now. It's not just, like, a circle. It looks awesome. Uh, Gigantamax Charizard is 91 feet tall. Is it the tallest one so far? 68 oh no one of the new ones is i believe the tallest that we've had so far yep gigantamax meowth is the tallest one so far which we will talk about a little bit in the future um i really like by the way before we get into the gigantamax talking about specifically the gigantamax forms i really really like the clouds that circle around the pokemon 
when they're Gigantamax. I, I made a tweet about this. Like, it, it shows how many turns are left uh, in the Gigantamax, and it also shows, like, I really like how it, it shows, um, like, it, it gives us a scale of, like, how big it is. Like, it kind of, it, it acts as, like, a motif to show, like, how big the Pokemon is with, like, you know, the clouds are circling above it. It's very, very large. Um, and it's all, it's, it's really cool. It, it fits into, like, the aesthetic really, really well, and I really like it. It's really cool. I, I, like I said, like, I super love that aesthetic they're going with it. Anyway, uh, so Gigantamax Charizard, um, it says, the flames inside its body have become stronger, and a new fire erupts from its mouth and horns in addition to the tail. It seems the strength of the flames increases when Charizard roars. Charizard's flames have become enhanced with Gigantamax power and now form wings on its back. These wings are hotter than magma, and Charizard can fire them off to scorch its opponents. Nice. Um, its new uh, attack is G-Max Wildfire. It says fire-type moves used by Gigantamax Charizard will turn into G-Max Wildfire. G-Max Wildfire will set up Fire Spin while dealing damage to its opponent. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, next is Gigantamax Butterfree, uh, which uh, is a bug-flying-type Pokemon like Butterfree. It is 55 feet tall, and it has just a beautiful design. I love Gigantamax Butterfree's design. It's It just grows huge wings. It just turns into Mothra, and I love it. Um, so Gigantamax Butterfree says, Its most notable feature is its blinding wings, which have grown to gigantic proportions. The light of its wings come from their scales, which can inflict paralysis, poison, or sleep on its opponents. These scales are Butterfree's most effective weapons. Butterfree's vast wings can stir up a wind strong enough to lift a 10-ton truck just by flapping. The wind also scatters poisonous scales around the area. So simply being near this Pokemon is very dangerous. Uh, and moves, bug-type moves used by Jenkai to Max Butterfree will change into G-Max Befuddle. G-Max Befuddle will deal damage to an opponent and cause them to become either poisoned, become paralyzed, or fall asleep. Awesome. Very, very cool. Uh, and before we continue on, I want to say my opinions on the fact that we're only getting Kanto... And I guess Galarian or Galar uh, Pokemon, which I get to max forms. I hope that we'll get more in the future. Uh, I really, really, really like these Pokemon. I know they're like the most popular ones that we've gotten so far. You know, the Pokemon that are here are probably are really, really popular Gen 1 Pokemon. And I hope that we get more in the future uh, and not just, you know, not just Kantos because that would be very upsetting. I mean, we've already gotten Galarian of Hoenn Pokemon, which is very nice. Uh, but I really hope that we get some some other Gigantamax forms that are not on either Kanto or Galar Pokemon. Anyway, uh, next is Gi uh, Gigantamax Pikachu, which is 68 feet tall. Uh, and Gigantamax Pikachu turns into pretty much retro Pikachu. Uh, it becomes its old fat, chunky self once again and just becomes such a large boy. I love big, chunky Pikachu very 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 nice i it's so good it's such a good design choice i'm really glad they're bringing back the and like recognizing the old retro pikachu um it says all the electricity it generates in the sacks of its cheeks are stored in its tail in battle it will strike opponents with its tail and send a jolt of electricity through them as great as any lightning strike it's become so powerful now that it can produce enough electricity to rival a power plant however using this electricity will help power 
To help power people's homes seems difficult, as Pikachu can only remain Gigantamax for a short time. Uh, and Electro-type moves used by Gigantamax Pikachu will charge to change to G-Max Volt Crash. G-Max Volt Crash will deal damage to an opponent and cause them to become paralyzed. Uh, next is Longcat himself, uh, Gigantamax Meowth, which seems, I'm really, I don't know if they meant to do this, but it really does seem to be a reference to uh, Longcat. If you don't know what Longcat is, how, like, where have you been for the past 10 years on the internet? Uh, you know, it's it's the meme, the long cat meme. I mean, it seems like it. It's in the same pose, pretty much. It's. I would be shocked if that wasn't a reference to long cat. Uh, but it says uh, it is the tallest Gigantamax Pokemon by far, at 108 feet tall. Uh, Gigantamax Gigantamaxing has caused Meowth's body to stretch to astounding lengths, and the coin on its head uh, to become massive. The giant coin can emit a torrent of Gigantamax power filling the surrounding area with a powerful golden gleam. Meowth loves shiny objects, and when it seems skyscrapers lined with glass, it won't, resist the, it won't be able to resist the urge to sharpen its claws on them. This behavior can cause considerable damage, such as wearing down the exterior walls and breaking windows. Jesus Christ, that's horrifying. Uh, and normal-type moves used by Gigantamax Meowth will change to G-Max Gold Rush. G-Max Gold Rush will deal damage to an opponent and leave coins on the ground, which will increase damage... Uh, at the end, increase money at the end of the battle. I'm interested in knowing their um, their reasoning behind like Pikachu, Eevee, and uh, Meowth in like because like they're you know they're first level you know they're not like why not Gigantamax Persian or Gigantamax Evolutions? Oh my god, if they had Gigantamax Evolutions, I would die. Uh, like Gigantamax like Raichu, you know like they did a Lolan Raichu. Like I think that like. They don't really seem to be super useful though, because like why like we can't Gigantamax the evolutions. Like if you have a Meowth on your team, as soon as this thing evolves, you you can't uh, you know you can't use it. You can't Gigantamax it anymore. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, last but not least, Gigantamax Eevee, which grows a big fluffy mane, a huge tail, and very long ears. Um, it is at f uh, the shortest, I believe, so far. Nope, that's not that's not true. Uh, Corviknight is the shortest. So shorter than Pikachu. Um, actually, uh, also Butterfree is shorter. So yeah, I'm totally wrong. Uh, Corviknight is the shortest. I say short like it's not huge. Uh, Butterfree is the second shortest and Eevee is the third shortest. Uh, Gigantamax Eevee. The fur around its neck has become extra fluffy and luxurious thanks to its Gigantamax power. Any opponent caught in this fur becomes enamored with Eevee and loses the will to fight. Gigantamaxing can cause Eevee to become more rambunctious than ever and will attempt to play with any opponent. However, it often ends up crushing its opponent due to its massive size. Jesus, I mean it is 60 feet tall. Holy crap. Uh, so, normal type moves used by Gigantamax Eevee will change to G-Max Cuddle. G-Max Cuddle will deal damage to an opponent and infatuate any Pokemon of the opposite gender. Fun. Uh, so what do I think about these Gigantamax forms? I mean, I like them. I'm not really a super huge fan of Gigantamaxing, or, uh, what's the, the actual term? Gigamax, right? The, yeah, Gigamax. Is it Gigamax? No. Dynamax. That's what it is. Couldn't remember. Dynamax. Uh, like, I, um, I'm not really a huge fan of Dynamaxing. It just seems like another glorified Z-move. And, 
like Mega Evolution, like kind of dumbed down. No, you know that's a little harsh. I, you know, I don't have that many harsh feelings about Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing. Um, but you know, I do, I do like it. Um, it, I think it's cool. I just, I just kind of wish that it would be a little bit more. Uh, I just, I wish it was a little more creative because it seems like kind of just a one-trick pony. Like I, I want something that's a little more unique. Uh, but I mean, it is unique because we are getting new forms and and new uh, you know new moves and stuff with it. But it just like I said, it just kind of seems like glorified uh, Mega Evolution, like limited Mega Evolution and Z moves. I really liked Z moves in Mega Evolution, uh, and Dynamaxing I would say is probably my least favorite uh, of the three. But I do still like it. I like the forms we're getting, um, so I am excited to see what they come up with in the future. Uh, so that is going to finish it up for today. But bef- uh, last but not least, before we end, we're going to go quickly over uh, Move Tutor, the final segment for today. Uh, move Tutor, of course, is the segment where we talk about a random move every week, or every episode, not every week. Um, and this episode's uh, move is Steamroller, uh, number 537. Uh, Steamroller is a damage-dealing bug-type move introduced in Generation 5. Uh, so yeah, it's a bug-type move. It is a physical move. It has a power of 65. Um, it's PP of 20, maximum 32, and accuracy of 100%. Uh, so it says in Generation 5, uh, Steamroller inflicts damage and has a 60% chance of causing flinching to the target. Steamroller cannot make a target with, with a substitute flinch. Uh, if the target has used Minimize... Steamroller also deals double double damage than its regular damage. That's really funny. I didn't know that that was a thing. So if the target is minimized, it deals double damage. Uh, and I think that was only in Generation 5 because it says in Generation 6, uh, if the target has used minimize, Steamroller now bypasses accuracy checks to always hit unless the target is in a semi-vulnerable turn of a move such as Digger Fly. So it seems like it doesn't do that anymore. Uh, or maybe it doesn't. No, because it doesn't say it no longer it no longer deals double damage. So I think it actually I think they buffed it. It says if the target has used minimize, it now bypasses that accuracy to always hit and also deals double damage. Funny. Um, so the only Pokemon that can learn this apparently are Golem, Venipede, Whirlipede, Scolipede, and Guzzlord, which is interesting. Um, it also hits. Uh, it also hits multiple. Um, Oh, no, never mind. It doesn't have multiple targets. I was reading that wrong. Um, so, uh, it says here in Black White 2, Black White, and XY and Oras, it says the user crushes its target by rolling over them with its rolled up body. This attack may make the target flinch. I like that they changed it from that to Sun in Sun and Moon and Ultra Moon. They changed it to the user crushes its target by rolling over them. By rolling, no, okay, so the the black and white, the one before was, this user crushes its targets by rolling over them with its rolled up body. And they changed that from in Sun and Moon, in Ultra Sun and Moon, to the user crushes its target by rolling over the target with its rolled up body. And they also changed, this attack may make the target flinch, to this may also make the target flinch. I don't know why they decided to change it, but they did. (laughs) No idea. Um, and uh, apparently in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Gets to Affinity it says it damages an enemy it could also cause the cringe status condition which makes the enemy unable to attack or use moves 
It's super mystery dungeon. It says it damages an enemy. It could also make the enemy flinch. Cool. Uh, very interesting. <laughs> Indeed. It's Steamroller. What do you expect? It's a... It's a, I didn't actually know it was a bug type move. It's really interesting. It seems like it would be a, a ground type, but it's it's bug type. I mean, it's, I guess there is bulldoze, uh, which which makes sense. You know, which makes sense as a ground type move. But this one is a, a bug type move. So yeah, uh, that is going to do it for me today. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. I apologize for the delay once again, uh, and I hope you all have a great day. I'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>